Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick. I kind of feel that way with uh, uh, In-N-Out, Patrick. They have this secret menu with In-N-Out, and my problem is I've never ordered from the secret menu because I can never remember what's on the freaking secret menu. So I'm always questioning myself, and I'm too afraid to go up and ask for the thing because I'm afraid it's going to be the wrong yeah. thing. They're like, no, we don't have that. And it's like, I've just said the secret menu item wrong. <laughs> you know, it's like some code. Uh, so, yeah. You're like, I'd like a quarter triple, please. <laughs> That's what we can. They're like, what did you say, sir? <laughs> a quarter what? Oh, crap. Never mind. I'll just have a cheeseburger. Can I have, can I have a farmhouse yeah. style? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or zoo style? Zoo? What was it? Is it farmhouse? Is it zoo? Is it tropical? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I have it tiger style, please? It's like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> what did you just order? <laughs> yeah, it's that's definitely how we should treat our listeners. I love being treated that way as a customer. Yeah. <laughs> Not part of their, their inner <laughs> circle. Well, today's episode will be animal style. Ooh. It'll be full on everything. And grilled onions. I feel like, I don't know if I want it to be animal oh. style, Patrick. I think just, let's just do just grilled, grilled onions. onions. I feel like animal style is just like way too much going on. When you, you throw those on the hamburger, when you have them on the fries, it's kind of like, <laughs> see, your, your tummy hurts for the, like, the next week. It's just way too yeah. much. I don't want to hurt our, our listeners' tummies. Maybe this is just my experience and you're totally, your tummy's totally cool with animal style, Patrick, but... It's it's not great for mine, and I think I have a normal tummy thing going on. So, <laughs> do you need? Let's let's do, do some uh, gummy vitamins or anything. Let's do grilled like, onions. Are you okay? I I am I'm taking my gummy vitamins. Do you have toxic I, gut syndrome. Every once in a while, I I have my my herbal tea that's great for probiotics, all that sort of stuff. So I I think I got like a pretty good gut thing going on. Nice. So, um, I I think I'm okay. But we should probably do, I, I'm thinking we just go, you know, you get the, I don't know if we should do double, double. Let's do just a single. <laughs> Let's do a single with grilled onions, Patrick. That's, that's what I say we do today. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be very transparent with you, Andy, right now. I'm not a fan of gr- uh, grilled onions. I'm not. Yeah. Really? I thought you were making like a dag joke when you said you were going to be really transparent because grilled onions are transparent. Oh no, that okay, that would have been good. I'm glad yeah, you brought been. it up. You just lost that opportunity. Um, are they transparent cool. or are they transparent? We don't have to do. Oh crap! I don't know what the difference. Well, transparent is. would be like glass; you can see <laughs> straight through it. Whereas translucent would be like opaque, right? Where it's like you can. Okay. I. Yeah. I think they're probably uh, translucent. Yeah. That's what I would probably say. You can't see directly. If they, were, if they were transparent, you wouldn't even know they were there, which would be the ultimate scam of In-N-Out Burger, right? It would be like, yeah, we're, they're paying $4 extra for grilled onions. They don't even exist. We just sprinkle a little onion powder on there. <laughs> that's a good idea. So maybe that's on their secret menu. You can, add, you can order the, the transparent... <laughs> Onions. You can order onions that don't even exist. That's how secret it is. And that's their secret to success. 
Yes. Trick everybody yes. into thinking that's something that special, but there's nothing on it. I like that. Let's yeah. start out and in burger think- and we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> It makes more sense. It's out and in because you that burger is out and then you put it in, right, Patrick? You take it out and eat it. Yes. And it's also only outdoor seating. Yeah, it's all it's everything's right? reversed. It's like if you took a shirt and and wore it inside out, but instead we're wearing it outside in. You know what I mean? Oh, that's awesome! Reversed. I think it's we we should even just like get our hands on some in and yeah. out. Um, you just gave me this idea. Get our hands on some in and out. Uh, uh, what are those called? Not costumes, uniforms. And then our <laughs> our uh, employees will just wear them inside yeah. out. You know that. And then <laughs> there's no trademark issues. There's no like <laughs> um, copyright issues that they're going to get mad and you, at. I think it's you so go, many wait, good it's going to get even better. You you have to go through the drive through in reverse. <laughs> And you have to, <laughs> they give you your food first, and then you go to the speaker and tell them that you didn't want the food that they gave you. <laughs> it's all reversed. It'd be so much fun. That would be. I really think so. And you really, uh, the secret menu is on the menu but the regular <laughs> the menu is the menu. secret menu and they're all really angry like they're all really mad at you like you you bet you go in backwards and they give you a bag of greasy food and then you drive to the next window look at your food and it's nothing it's not even close to what you wanted so you get on the speaker and you say i, <laughs> I really wanted a double double animal style and i really wanted three french fries and they're like i don't care like get out of here yeah. Like that would be kind of fun. Be like an East Coast in and out burger. Where everybody's <laughs> just mad. I, I love this idea. And it's not going to be very efficient. It's going to take a really long time to get to your order, you know. But I think it's really all about the experience. That's what, you know, you know, we, Patrick, as designers, we know it's all about the experience. They're going to pay so much money and go backwards through the drive through and, like, you know, hit other cars all the time. But they're going to have a really interesting <laughs> experience yeah. doing it so. it's not about efficiency i, I think it's about the gold. story you're gonna tell your family when you get home you're your friends you're gonna be like yes, dude i was just exactly. at out and in burger and they freaking gave me three double doubles <laughs> and the other guy's gonna be like dude i went this morning and they didn't even give me any of my breakfast stuff they gave me dinner stuff it's like <laughs> it's a good story to tell people yeah and that's what matters that's what all social media is like. I feel like most people just live their lives so they can tell a story, so they can, you know, take the cute photo. Like we're gonna go do this activity as a family, so we can take this photo and put it on social media. So you can just tell people that we did it. We can show people that we did it. Same thing with what yeah. we're talking about. It's just <laughs> um, a very different and interesting yeah. experience. Just so you can tell people mm-hmm. you did it. Let's do this. Let's quit the podcast and start an out and in burger. Yeah, I'm going to go start writing up our business requirements document, okay. all that sort of stuff. It's going to be, it's gold. And I think actually, gold I think actually Patrick. what we could do is just every morning we go drive through the In-N-Out Burger drive through and order hundreds and hundreds of hamburgers and then go and then go to our <laughs> restaurant and put them in like a heating thing, you know, 
So we don't even have to make any of the food. We just have like one guy there and he just hands out the food. <laughs> I love that. That's such a good idea. So we don't really need to worry about hiring cooks <laughs> or like freezing the food. Just like order that and then give our yeah. customers the soggy just hamburgers go, that they did not just order. Just go take it from In-N-Out Burger and then reverse the, the wrapper. Just, just take the wrapper out and flip it inside out and then hand it to them. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe no one's not done this before. This is so good. I think this exists in the bizarro world in the Superman uh, universe in uh, Metropolis. <laughs> Possibly. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, or in some other multiverse somewhere. Yeah, there's an out you know? in Burger where everybody's... It's, this is happening right now. I can feel it. Somewhere. <laughs> it's just... It's got to be. It's got to be there. <laughs> Okay, let's get, wow. if any of you listeners want to get involved in uh, funding the Out and In Burger, um, let us know. I mean, we're taking <laughs> angel investors as we speak. So if you want to kick in a few shekels, let's do I it. I love that. We'll put your name in it. We'll, Have we got an opportunity yeah, for we'll you? we'll carve a name in a brick or something. <laughs> you know how they do that where they like, you get a brick in the floor. We'll put your yeah. name in the brick in the floor in the bathroom or something. This toilet yeah. was brought to you by <laughs> John Smith. <laughs> I like that. That's a great idea. Okay, Andy. We solved we that, solved problem. that now, problem. Now should we solve a user problem? That's a user problem. We should, we should probably a solve a designer's problem. Not a user problem. Jeez, it's like I've been talking to users today. Yeah. Designers are users too, man. Everyone's a user. I guess they're users Everyone's of our podcast, a user. right? We, yeah, we're like drug exactly. dealers. We just give them. We're like drug dealers in their ear. We just stick little mm-hmm. bits and pieces of heroin in their ear, and they're users and abusers. They're they're users and abusers. They're using the advice. They better be using. You know our advice. that actually wouldn't be a bad. You know we we've talked about this. You know giving away other things other than t-shirts. By the way, if you want a t-shirt, go to designmuch.org. Uh, slash what's what's our what's our t-shirt thing? <laughs> um, there's a link on there, right? On designmuch.org, you can get a t-shirt from there, right? Anyway, yeah. If you go to if you go to one of our recent episodes, you can find the yeah, store link uh, store in the link show notes. Yeah, look so look down, scroll below, and go get a t-shirt. But I think that that might that could be a cool that could be a cool. Uh, uh, swag thing to sell for design much. Do you think people would buy like Tylenol bottles that have like design much on them? Like design much pills. You know what I'm saying? Like you got a headache from work. Ah, <laughs> oh, have a design much pill. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, we, we might have to look into, I think there's a lot of unknowns and I think into what you're talking about, Patrick, <clears throat> like what is, you know, this pill, what does it consist of? The, our our uh, users might want to know what our, that pill is um, giving them, right? Are you saying we got to probably do some kind of like FDA approval thing with this kind of thing? Yeah, I feel like the FDA also would want to know what we're going to be giving um, our users as well. But, you know, anything's possible. I think it could be a really great idea. I'm willing to explore it right after we finish the out and in concept. Okay. Um, That's fair. We, we can get into... Um, Dealing some some DM pills. Oh, I like that DM pills. Something we should consider yeah. for sure. 
Okay. Yeah. No, that's fair. I think we should. Yeah, I think we should pursue the uh, out and in first. Then do the pills. Then get to our uh, our use our topic our design topic today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're today we're going to talk about getting sidetracked so. at work, or while recording a podcast. How to deal with sidetrack? Yeah, something that often happens to designers. I feel like. Uh, is it me or do most designers have ADHD like this, Patrick? Is is that just kind of how we're built? Uh, I think so. I think so. We're built to be distracted. Like we, we, yeah, we like shiny things and solving problems that involve shiny things. And sometimes one thing looks a little bit shinier than the other. Mm. So we have to go <laughs> for that thing. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's our nature, I guess. Yeah. Right. Um, so, Patrick, I think the most shiny thing right now to me is covering one of our listener topics. What do you yeah. think? Should we do that? Let's do that. So, today's uh, listener submitted topic comes from Ben Picard. Ben, ben Picard. thank you for sending in this topic. Such a, like a, a real yeah. name. Ben Picard. It's a wonderful You know, like, name. If, you go, if, you, like if you were in England... And you were going to like a party at the Queen's place. You'd have like, you'd walk in, you know, and then the guy would stand there and he'd read your name, you know. He'd be like, presenting Ben Picard. Like, that's what it sounds like. Not like our, like, I feel not like, like my name. They wouldn't do that. They'd like read the name on the card and be like, are you, are you sure you got invited? This sounds like a homeless person's name. I think you're yeah, in the think, wrong place, sir. I think you're looking yeah. for the 7-Eleven down the street, sir. <laughs> anyway, shiny thing. Ben Picard, very regal That's name. Very possible. What's his topic? <laughs> What's his question? I, I, I just really wanted to say, I feel like Ben should really go for that sir status over in England. I think it would ring so well if it was Sir Ben Picard. Just a really quick yeah. thing I wanted to say. So, Ben, if you're not already going down that path, I would recommend you should because your name would just be even I'm going to say... Um, so that's just I'm a little bit of feedback. I'm going to take it one step further, Andy. I'm going to say he is a sir already. He has already been knighted, and he's just trying to be... Oh. He's not... He's just trying to be modest. Oh, okay. That makes sense. You know, I'm going to change his name here in the list, my in my Google Doc here, to ben Sir Picard. Ben Picard. Go. And it already looks so it looks so much better, Ben. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna just say this this thing was sent in by Sir, Sir Ben, ben Picard. Picard. So yes, awesome. This is the first time someone with the you know the title of Sir is sent in the topic, so I'm very excited yeah. about this. First so, time for everything. Um, Sir Pic- <laughs> That's right. So um, Sir Ben Picard wants to know, or he wrote in to say, if you were to build a design team to work on any problem slash opportunity, what would you work on and who would be on okay. your team? Okay, oh. So we're, we're trying to build, this yeah, we're tough. trying to build a jack-of-all-trades super team, right? Yes. Because we don't, we don't know the product, and, we don't know the project. Not only that, well, do we? He, so he asked if we could work on any problem yeah. we want to. <laughs> We've already talked about some really... Interesting opportunities in this Patrick in this podcast, Patrick. If there's any, um, if there are any um, 
like what what problem slash opportunity would you work on and who would be on your team to work on that uh, product slash oh man yeah what product or opportunity would that seems crazy what we i'd say we reverse it and pick the super team first and then if we pick because if we pick a super team first then it doesn't matter if we pick the all-star team it doesn't matter what product we hit. It, like you give us any product, we'll take care of it. Give us out and in burger, done. Give us DM pills, done. Give us anything, we'll take care of it. So I think we start with the team first, right? All right, Does that All right. Sound let's fair? explore that. Let's talk about a team. Now, when that I go back good. to the team, let's... I want to. I the first thing I got to do is define the 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 amount of people on the team, right? You don't want too small. Okay. You want too big. You want to cover all your bases. If I, I mentioned true. earlier, if you're going to create the all-star team, now I'm looking at like the NBA all-star team, five, number five, right? Now you're going to have backups because they get tired. We don't number need that. Five. Our guys aren't going to get tired. Our people are not going to get tired. <laughs> Our guys and girls and ladies and women and men, they're not going to get tired. So yeah. I think we need five, right? Or do we need, do we need more than five? Do we need six? Five seems like a good round number. Hmm. And I'll, you know, I feel like five does, it does feel really good. It's not, it's, I don't feel like it's too many. I don't think it's too little. The only concern is like, do we want to go odd number or mm-hmm. even numbers? Is there, is there a, a good, is there a good thing to going odd versus even? I, I only think, I think the only thing I can think of right now, Patrick, is when we do, when your team or this team we're thinking of, does a team activity and they go to Disneyland, most of the rides are better suited for even numbers. No, I there are some I rides disagree. that are good for I disagree. Odd I think odd numbers no. work the best at Disneyland because now hang with me for mm-hmm. a second. I know you're like the Disneyland guru, but I'm telling you right now, I think you're doing it wrong. I'm not you saying got, that, you got you got five <laughs> people because at every ride, four people ride the ride and the fifth person holds all the crap. They stand outside the little no. gate and they hold the purse and they got the stroller and they got that. Then you got four people going on the ride. No, Patrick, that is And then you that rotate the next time around. Where do you put all your stuff? No. You can't put your stuff on the ride. It's going to fall out. Uh, so first, Who's gonna hold your first backpack? and foremost, it depends on the ride. It depends on the ride. You, when you're going to Disneyland, you're going to take small things, not a lot of, not a bunch of stuff. And you are, here's a pro tip for those who have kids or who don't have kids, take a stroller, just take a stroller and you get like a cooler, you put like little snacks in there with some ice and stuff. And that's where you keep your snacks. No one's going to really mess with that. I've been going to Disneyland for a long time. You just leave the stroller um, outside the ride and you go on the ride and have some fun. And then you can leave in the stroller any like things that are not super valuable. Take your wallet with you. Uh take your purse and everything, but you shouldn't really be taking a bunch of valuable stuff to Disneyland anyway. Just take your, your wallet and your phone with you and go on the ride. So the purse is the, desi- or the sorry, the stroller is the designated person or thing that's going to be watching okay. your stuff. And mostly no one's going to mess with that. You're not going to go to Disneyland and have somebody sit and watch everybody have fun and then you have to wait for that person to go on the <laughs> ride too. No, man. That's not that's not a fun experience, Patrick. Okay, but you proved you proved you proved a different argument because you said by the way, you blew my mind with the get a stroller even if you don't have kids. 
that that is that's next yeah. level like life hack stuff there like that's like it's and what awesome. do you do? Do you bring a doll? Like, what do you do if somebody comes up to you and says, "Like, I want to see your baby" or something? Like, do you just be like, "Dude, that's just my my Bud Light. That's all it is, man." That's uh, just, it's just it's just crackers and Dr Pepper. I'll tell you what, Patrick. I have never had somebody come up to me and say, "I want to see your baby." And if any of our listeners have, have experienced that, they want to hear it. Okay. 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 Going, going back to the topic of hand though. If you said, if you, you said at the beginning, you got to have six because like, if you go to Disneyland or an even number, right. With your, with your, with your stroller concept, you solve both of our problems because now it doesn't matter if you have five or six people going on a ride, everybody's going on the ride. Right. But you could wind up in one of those scenarios where you have one person sitting next to somebody else. Right, and that's what you're trying to avoid. Yes, because you're going to Disneyland. You're having a, you know, you're having an activity, an event together, right, as a group. So this one, this one person might be sitting by some stranger, which is fine. Sitting by strangers is totally cool. I've done that as well, and it's fine. And sometimes you can make friends, yeah. um, but that person is not not hanging out with the group at that point. So if that's your main goal. You're missing out for that one person during yeah the i was gonna say so. worst case scenario that one person sits with the one person from the other tribe and then realizes the other tribe is much cooler than their own tribe and then when the ride ends they're like <laughs> yeah. i've had enough of you i'm going with this other group <laughs> and then you're down so to yeah four. if you're cool with losing designers patrick then you you go odd numbers yeah <laughs> okay so that was a big sidetrack but i mm. I, I would say that Apart from going to Disneyland as a team, I think five is a good number. <laughs> five is also works. good. Here's another, here's another reason why five is good. Most of the great super teams that we know had five members in them, right? I'm going to name two off the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> Voltron. <laughs> Power Rangers. All right. Yeah. Rugrats. Okay, there's three. There's three super teams. That had five members. Now, I could be wrong on Power Rangers. I didn't look it up, but I feel like the original Power Rangers had five, not six. Ooh, let's, I, I don't want to look know. that up right know. now. We should figure this out. This is important. This is important, Patrick. So uh, let's see. Because I don't, I don't see how you could make I'm a Megazord out of six people. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like one guy's you know one person's the body, one person's the arm, arm, you know, feet, feet, legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it. You're right. Original Power Rangers is five. Yeah, you got the blue, yellow, red, pink, and black mm-hmm. Power Rangers. So uh, another super team. So that that proves another point there. Uh, five is starting to sound like a good round number especially if we look at pop culture, which is a very important way for us to help for us to help us make decisions. So this is great. Five. Five. Okay. Number. Five. It's also the amount of, um, it's also the, the maximum amount of what are those little, those little, uh, candy corns. It's the maximum amount of candy corns that a person should just consume before they're like, just quit. 
before you go am i eating yes absolutely you eat like you eat like one you're like ooh, these kind of taste good you eat two you're kind of like mm, this is this is interesting you so then you pop a couple more in your mouth you eat those and then you put that last fifth one in and when you put that last fifth one in, you're like wait a minute am i eating a candle what's what's this am i eating a candle this isn't even food <laughs> and then you're done you throw it away that's true and i think if we apply that back to design right that that makes a lot of sense like when we're we're trying to make a solution. We don't want our solution to start tasting no. bad because we have too many, too many designers, too many cooks in the kitchen, Patrick. Uh, someone like this, uh, I think we, um, have, have a really good way to understand how many people you want on your team. So, so hiring managers, I'm sure listening yeah, so to this, five. you just need five. I'm really learning a lot more than five. These teams yeah. out there with 37 people, <laughs> what are you doing? You just need five. That's all you need. <laughs> I would say too. Now, now we take so now we got the number that we need for this super ter- super terrific team, right? We got five. Yeah. Um, I think the next step would be to figure out, okay, well, what types of people, right? What what are we looking for, skill level wise, experience level wise, all that stuff? Um, and just like just like any good heist movie, you have to have different skilled individuals on your team because not everybody. The reason why you have a team is because you don't have a unicorn that can do everything, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you, you need you need like yeah. you need like the the older person that's got some experience. You need, and then you need like some some really skilled people that have different skills that complement each other, right? Yeah, exactly. They they all can't be. There, there isn't a Brad Pitt that can just do everything, right? You can't. You can't be super amazing at research and super amazing at, you know, visual design and, you know, super amazing at like everything he has to, he or she has to be, um, you know, good at something and, uh, you know, good at other things, but not the best at other things. Right. So you, you definitely have to have a team with, with different strengths that way others can help, you know, this process work really well. So yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Sense so who do you, sure. who do you put on your team, Andy? What, what skills are you looking for in these individuals? Yeah, so since we're kind of going team first, I feel like we need to have somewhat of a well-rounded team, right? So you have to have a lot of the skills that help you really come up with a solution in all the aspects that are most important, right? So first you need um, somebody who's really good. Like the the most important thing is like functionality, right? So you have to have a strong um, base UX. So you have to have somebody who's really good at kind of just understanding experience design being able to, you know, test that sort of experience time to make sure it's right. So really, um, that sort of um, thing is really important, right? Uh, and I don't know if we're talking about the skills or like kind of the um, the, like the level of those skills. Like we're talking about senior designers versus mid-level. But I feel like if we're just talking about kind of those skills right now, somebody that's really good at like that base UX um, design. I think somebody also who's really good at visual design. Um, that can really bring a really high high fidelity visuals that are that are great and delightful to the user. I think that's an important thing as well, and can help the other designers around them um, level up in that that area as well. Um, I also think you it's good to have a designer, especially coming from like you know our last episode of of somebody who understands a little bit of the business side of things, um, who who does have you know not all of the knowledge, but but can. Um, understand the importance of of business and can bring that into um, that design thinking and and all that sort of stuff. So you can make sure that you are 
um, as a team, not only solving problems for the user, but of course, solving problems for this business and the solution that we're considering, Patrick. Um, so I think, I think a lot of those things um, would really help out with, in, in terms of skill set on a team. I don't know if there's anything else you're considering, Patrick, for, for what you would want in, in designers. Yeah, I think I like what you talked about with business. And every good heist movie has like the money man, right? That knows everything about the money um, oh, you yeah. have. So yeah. I like that. I like that tie-in with the business. I like the visual design aspect. I think I think you could. I think you need somebody on your team that has a good knowledge of research, like a good, like a good, a good sense uh. of like, okay, like you're throwing this thing together. Like that's bias. That's not bias. That's whatever. Like somebody with a decent background and sort of gathering research and doing user research and stuff like that. And I think that way it can offset each other. I think also another skill that would be very important to this, to this team, because it's the super terrific all-star team would be an, somebody who's really <laughs> good at ideation or is really passionate about coming up with new ideas. So kind of the innovative person, right? The person that's just kind of always thinking differently than everyone else. Right. And, and wants to jump in a room and like hammer out stuff. So I think, I think, I think those would yeah. work well with your business, your, your business oriented person, your generalist and your, and your, uh, visual designer. And I think, I think I'd, I would add to the generalist. We're missing one thing. We're missing the, the person that's going to like steer the ship and keep people, you know, you got to have somebody that's going to be like, hey, visual designer, is the design done yet? Can you please stop moving pixels back and forth and just give us a design? <laughs> hey, hey, research person, like how many people do we need to research before we can actually build freaking something? Right. And then you got to have mm -hmm. somebody reach over to the ideation guy and be like, hey, hey, hold on. Let's just let's pick an idea and let's stick with it. Right. Because everybody's going to be kind of going <laughs> off. So you need that one person. I think that generalist that you mentioned, the person that's sort of like got the base level UX design experience, I think would be a great person um, if you had somebody like that that was kind of had some leadership skills, right? Some peacemaking skills, some skills to like make sure everybody's staying on task. Like like the George Clooney, right? The, the Ocean's Eleven George Clooney, yeah. like the stable rock in the group, right? That kind of brings all these, these mm -hmm. freaks together. You know, you need somebody like that. And I like that it's like the baseline generalist <laughs> person. You know, yeah, I think that makes sense. That that person's potentially more well-rounded, and yeah, can can really make sure something happens, like you know, <laughs> something is getting done, right? Because um, a lot of those designers might again be uh, the designers that are chasing shiny things, <laughs> and um, they need help with that for sure. So I think that's really great, awesome. So Patrick, what would you do in terms of? Um, kind of bringing diversity to your team in terms of how long somebody has been working in the field. Is that something that you want to consider as part of uh, your hiring practices? Like, I guess what I mean by that is, are you hiring seniors? Are you hiring mid-levels or juniors? Would you um, want to make that more diverse? Uh, what would what would be your, your strategy in terms of hiring those type of individuals? I think, yeah, on the team, you'd want people with deeper skills and deeper experience and people that are sort of coming in Right. Because I think I think the teaching process is is such a key role to both people's growth, like like a senior designer. Like if you brought on a senior designer, that's like the generalist. I think it's good for them to have somebody who's starting out 
like maybe you bring in that ideation person, right, that we talked about that's just starting out and you help them develop a, a, a better, you know, knowledge base of everything, a better knowledge base of the process and stuff like that. And it, it reminds you as the more experienced person, it reminds you of the importance of all these things that, that they need to learn. Right. Because you, sometimes you forget stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be in a heist and be like, Hey, what's going on? You know, like you want to like, I forgot to do this. Oh crap. Oh, I didn't even think about it. You know, you want to follow the process just like, just like, you know, every designer should and what you want them to do. So I, I think it's bull. I think, Hiring sort of the, you know, bookends a little bit, like hiring somebody more experienced, hiring somebody more junior, and then hiring people in the middle is a good, is a good mix for a team because it it gives everybody else an opportunity to like teach somebody and coach somebody and, and be coached by that person, you know? So. I love that. I think that goes very much in contrary with what the rest of the world thinks, Patrick, where you're only supposed to hire senior designers, just straight across the board. Yeah. So I, maybe you're wrong about what you're saying because I think everybody else feels like it's just senior designers. So yeah, no. You ever, you ever questioned yourself about No, that? and we should always do what's popular, Andy. We should always... Yeah. Every, every decision we make should be based on how popular it is. You know, like if we, if <laughs> yeah. we wanted something, if we wanted something that's really well designed, we should go to the most popular thing and then just copy it. Because popularity... That's true. That's popularity true. is 100% correlated with quality. Yes. That is that is a well-known yeah, fact. It's 100%. Like, you can't <laughs> even argue that. Like any if it's popular, it's because it's perfectly <laughs> built, right? It's perfectly done. Think about all the people from high school, all the yeah. people that were popular in high school. They were the most perfect human beings, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, they had no flaws, yeah, none they, whatsoever. They weren't like they weren't like mean to everybody else in high school. They weren't like jerks. They weren't like they were perfect human beings, right? So popularity yeah. is the way. So to we go. should all try to be like them. Yeah, popularity <laughs> is the way to go. No, it's not the way to go. You shouldn't be like, I don't, like, come on, man. Just because like friggin' Google's doing it doesn't mean you have to do it. That's you're you're making a huge yeah. you're making a huge assumption. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I love what you're saying. Definitely hire across the board. Be freaks, man. Uh, it's gonna I mean when you yeah, watch it, when you yeah, watch it's always the ragtag yeah, team. When you, dude, it's the A team. Five people. I don't know if there's five people, but I think there's only four. <laughs> but it's all it's all it's it's all of those people. The, the stuff we like, right? Like if you go, if you watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the classic animation show, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from from a long time ago, it ends with Santa Claus taking the, like picking up the misfit toys, right? It's about, the whole show is about the misfit mm-hmm. toys. It's not about the popular toys. It's about the misfit toys. Everybody loves the misfits. Everybody yeah. thinks that they th- yeah. like the popular. Always... Nobody really wants the popular stuff. <laughs> well, I think the po- a, a lot of the popular stuff is the misfits. On you always want that underdog. You always want that yeah. ragtag team. You're starting your Mighty Ducks team. You're gonna go grab a bunch again, of a bunch of weird kids again, off five. the street. Mighty Ducks. <laughs> it's not five. <laughs> it's not five on the Mighty Ducks. What are you talking about? <laughs> Isn't there? I mean, there's five. There's five in a hockey lineup, right? In a hockey line. 
Yeah, is and there? when they form the Dude, when they no idea, when they actually. form the V, remember in Mighty Ducks, you have you have one in the middle and then you have two on each wing. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'll have to look into that some people... more. <laughs> <laughs> but that that whole movie, I, I recently watched the Mighty Ducks with my kids for the first time recently, and literally the whole movie until even like the very like. Right before the last game, they're like getting new people on the team. Like the whole movie is just like recruiting. <laughs> so I, I just I don't think it's four, five. No. <laughs> it might be five out on out on the it's five the five rink, positions, right? Like there's five positions. Yeah, there's twenty people or whatever, but there's five positions. <laughs> yeah, but we got a um, eighteen. Yeah, eighteen was four. The eighteen was four. But I mean, oh, you're so right. You're freaking right about the V. Five, it's dude. five, dude. How else are you gonna make a V? A V. You can't make a V with an even number. You have to make a V with an odd number. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about, Dang. you know, birds and humans. Yeah. Five. I mean, All right. going back to the Settle. A team, it's five because Mr. T counts as two people. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> It's him and all of the the jewelry he yeah. wears on his neck counts as another yeah. another character that's also fighting yeah. the bad guys, right? Exactly. Um. So now we got our we got our super team built. We got to wrap this up. We got our super team built. We got all of our yeah. different skill levels. We got our visual design, research. We got our generalists. We got our business persons. We got you know we got all that stuff. Yeah. I think we're set up to build. I think we're set up to create and dominate any project that's given to us. At this point, right? I mean, design-related project. Like, if we take this super team... You think so, Patrick? Yeah. And he said who, and I want to know if he's if he's asking specifically, like, like people, like who you would do this, or just what we talked mm-hmm. about, like, what type of team member, what, what sort of archetype. I mean, obviously, obviously, Andy, I would... If, it was, if, this, is, if this is me constructing a team to build any project super team... Um, Andy Page comes to mind. That's the first person I'm gonna throw on there. First person, the first hands person. down. That's a, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me, Patrick. That's yeah. amazing. Doesn't happen very often, but yes, I would. I would put you on my team. That'd be you'd be the first person, and then I go back and I recruit all the other pieces. <laughs> I love that. I would totally have you on my team. You'd be my first thought too. But my second thought, again, being that, you know, well-rounded team would probably have somebody with the sir in front of their name. Mm. And I know one person, Patrick, that has that in front of their name. So uh, I'd probably have Sir Ben. I would. Yes. Well, you have to have somebody that has respect, right? That's something we didn't mention earlier, but you have to have somebody (laughs) like if you're working on a project, you're trying to like sell it to somebody or, you know get developers to build it, whatever it is, you got to have somebody on your team that has some respect, yeah. right? Like when they enter the room, everybody's like, Oh, okay. Now we're okay. Now we're talking business, right? You need somebody serious. And I think, I think, yes, I think you're right. Somebody regal, somebody, somebody that has a Royal sort of, yeah. you know, cachet to them would be, would definitely be who we need on the team. So Ben, you're, you're right. Sir Ben Picard. And I think that's full circle. I think we nailed it. We don't have to talk about the projects because we can do yeah. anything with this team. 
But the first project should be. It's true. I think we can. Yeah, do the anything. first project should be though, like you said earlier, out and in burger. That should be the first project. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we would nail out and in burger with this team, uh, for sure. So I, I think yeah, it, it kind of does come down to who's on your team to be able to solve these problems. Um, yeah, I think it helps when you're doing a heist. It does help to kind of know somebody who can do a very specific thing, right? So I, we've we've gone through that, right? But if you know you need to blow down a specific, you need to blow up a you know a safe door, you, you want to get the right explosives guy that can mm -hmm. do that door, right? Um, so, but I think what we've done is compiled a team that would be able just to handle all of those those UX needs, all of those. Um, design with, needs. yeah with this super team we can heist anywhere we don't we're not just heisting like a specific like a specific thing we could we could take an armored truck down yeah we could take a bank down we could i don't know we could we could slip into kfc headquarters and steal the secret recipe we can do anything with this team <gasps> oh dude can we add that to our project list to our backlog kfc secret recipe can we sneak in and steal it oh man all right, well, we'll talk about this offline, okay. but yeah, that's a. It's perfect, huh? <laughs> don't want to don't want to give them too much heads up, Patrick, but I think it's a great idea. I think we're really like building this well-rounded team so we can solve so many different problems. That's really the great way to approach this. It's it's the right way to go, um, because a lot of those heist movies, it's like we're doing our last heist and then we're we're hanging up the towel, right? So we got to just do this one last thing, but we're we're starting this up, Patrick. We want to build the team that can do a lot of heists, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of these heists in the, in the future. So we have to build a really well-rounded team to be able to accomplish that. So, um, I think we've done well. I think we've yeah, done. Well I hope, here. I hope Sir Ben is honored that he's on our team. First of all, I mean, I'm honored to have him on our team. Um, I think he's going to yeah. be a wonderful contributor. I think he's got some insight into the KFC headquarters. I've heard, I've heard he knows his way around an HVA system too, so that should be helpful. Um, so yeah, I hope we answered his question. I'm glad he's on our team. Um, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Me too, me too. All right, so uh, we have to go do a lot of things. I think we have a lot of to dos after this this episode, Patrick, that we've kind of started here. So um, we better go get on that. What do you think? Yeah. I'll do it. I'll go look for the other two members of the team. Okay. Okay. Anybody know any good visual designers? Send, send, <laughs> send, your, send your resume to Patrick. <laughs> We're hiring. We're hiring for the Andy, the Andy Patrick super team. We're hiring. And we need good visual. You're going to work on some. Yeah, we need a good visual designer that's not a jerk or not full of themselves. So if you, if you know anybody. I know they're hard to come by, but if you know anybody, let me know. Let us know. Yeah. Let Andy know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, man. All right, Patrick. I'll let you get to work. I'll let you get to work on talking to those people. Um, I'm just going to go hang out because you didn't assign any of that work to me. You just took all of it. So I'll just go um, put my feet up and sip a LaCroix while you get to work doing all okay, that stuff. Okay, do it. Do it. I'm happy with that. You go you go right. sit under your lit well lit plants eating your LaCroix and I will I will <laughs> get my hands dirty. 
you just said eating your LaCroix. Um, I haven't tried eating a LaCroix, know. but I don't know how you, I don't know what you do with a LaCroix. No, well, you, you, uh, you typically drink them, but I think eating them is an interesting idea. What I'm considering for that, my first, the first thing that came to mind is I, I go popsicle style. So I get some LaCroix, I put it, you know, in You've the, done this before. like a popsicle mold thing. I've never done it before, but this is the best idea ever. You put it in one of those popsicle molds and put it in the freezer and then I'm eating a LaCroix. I've only drunk LaCroix up until now and I think my life is missing something. So thank you, Patrick. Okay. I'm going to go eat a LaCroix. You go pour. You go eat a LaCroix. <laughs> go, because I guarantee you if I went to your house right now, open the fridge, then open the freezer, there's going to be LaCroix popsicles in there. I know there is. I know you're lying about it. I've never done this before. You've got you got no, at least never, a dozen of them in there right no. now. No way. It's not true. It's not true. It's it, You just gave me the best idea, though. I mean, I don't actually have any popsicle molds, Patrick. So it's not possible that I have okay. done that before. But I should, I'm going to go to Amazon right now. Get some popsicle molds and some sticks. <laughs> okay well let me know let me know how it goes oh my gosh imagine this i freaking make Lacroix ice cubes and then i put the ice cubes into my Lacroix drink that could be a real wild thing especially if the flavors I are mean, different i mean Whoa. seriously though think about this if you did what name me a flavor what's a flavor <laughs> key, key lime. lime what if you took key lime and you made them ice cubes and then you poured those ice cubes yeah. in your key lime, right? Like you're talking about, you put those in your drink. You might uh-huh. actually <laughs> taste key lime. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and with that, that's it's I, yeah, man. I could I could have double the flavor at that point of Lacroix. So like you know, when you're having Lacroix, typically you're like, I just want like I just want to sip something, just have a little a little swig. And you just want a light flavor. You don't want to like be hit in the face by Dr. Pepper, right? <laughs> so if I do want to be hit in the face by LaCroix, I can do it that way. So many possibilities yeah. here. You can control your your light LaCroix, fla- your essence of LaCroix that way a little easier. Yeah. <laughs> flavor you can, essence. You know, add more amounts of <laughs> You could add more amounts of ice cubes or less amounts of ice cubes. Just really whatever really suits your taste buds and your uh your uh, mood at the time so did you you i was watching a documentary on hulu (laughs) over the weekend and they were talking about uh manufacturers right people who make food and stuff like that it was kind of like a behind the scenes like they take on a tour of like the conveyor belts and all that Mm. kind of stuff they did do a little like five was like quick it was like five six minute uh thing on Lacroix, and they had they had they had conveyor belts Right, and they would put basically they take, they take water. They so they take a, they take water and they put it in the can, right? And then they take, they take it goes it slides over to the next little conveyor belt and then it squirts the CO two in there, you know, to fluff it up, make it sparkly. Yeah. And then they put the this was the fascinating part. They put the lid on the can, you know, so it's like sealed up now. So it's only water and carbonation, and now it's like sealed up. And then it goes over this other special area where they, they had to warn everybody. It was like, hey, you know, no, not that many people can see this and blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. So you go, they go in and they put it in there. And then they, they have this guy in there and he takes the can and he reads the can and says, like, peach, right? 
and then he takes a peach. He goes and grabs an actual peach, and he sets them together next to each other on a table. Like, he just puts the peach right next to the can, and then he sets a timer for, like, five minutes. And then when the timer's over, (laughs) he takes the peach, and he puts it away, and then he puts the finished can inside, and it gets shipped out to you. That's actually how they put the flavor in the can. Oh, you're such a liar, Patrick. You shut up. That's <laughs> not true. That's like blasphemous. That's just not true, man. Um, I, I'm no, going to no, go no. look on Hulu, Hulu. right okay, now. I want to see this. Look it up on Hulu. It's called Essence, colon, <laughs> The Flavor of LaCroix. That's what it's called. All right. I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> they use osmosis. It's an amazing amazing process scientifically mm-hmm. proven in the whole thing yeah that sounds incredible i love how that's like it probably goes through all these amazing machines to like you know get the get the can already and everything but then it just goes to like some room with some old man <laughs> that sets it next to a can <laughs> well let's see they save so much money because <clears throat> that one peach can be used for hundreds and hundreds of cans yeah so like they they save so much money that's why they're so incredibly and that that guy was like he was like employee number one at LaCroix so they just keep him around they don't they don't get a robot arm to replace him or anything just 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 keep him around he's like the he's like the owner's dad or something like that yeah 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 he can't get rid of Bob old Bob he's Bob he's been making this place (laughs) what it is (laughs) Bob LaCroix Roberto Lacroix. All right. Well, I'm going to go enjoy. I'm going to go enjoy my. Okay. Let me know how the popsicles turn out. Okay. Okay. I'm going to bring you some. I'm going to bring you some popsicles. Sounds sounds hot. (laughs) Okay. See you, man. See you. Thanks for listening to the pod. Real quick before you take off, we need your topics. Shoot an email to topics at designmuch.org or go to designmuch.org slash contact and fill out the form. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support us, go ahead and share the pod with some friends, coworkers, your weird aunt, that guy who takes your money every morning at the McDonald's, your hamster, really just whoever you want to. Lastly, go grab a Design Much t-shirt at designmuch.threadless.com and wear it freaking proudly. That's it, guys. Now have a good week, design nerds.